go for the stars. This is the Produce Your Own Life podcast. Life is a script. It's time to write your story. Welcome your host, actor, director, producer, writer, and author of the recently released book, Shattered, A Journey Through the Pieces, the man who inspires millions through storytelling and interviews, the one, the only, Rodney Damon Collins. What's up, everybody? Like myself, I'm sure there are many of you out there who feel as if you have a message for the world to hear. Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, this is Patrice Fisher, actress currently on Saints and Sinners on Bounce TV. You are listening to RDC's Speak Life Sessions. Stay safe and be well. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Rodney. I just wanted to talk to you. I thought it was important that I took the opportunity just to share. Um, We've heard a lot of about what's been taking place over the past few months, the media, about police brutality. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on, Um, the racism. We have the issues going on with um, COVID, obviously, which is driving people, you know, a little crazy, stressing people out a little bit. But I was just led just to share um, with regard to police brutality, one, I don't want everyone to look at this video and think that I'm angry or want the police to be gone or banished. I'm going to stop right there. My older brother's been in law enforcement, um, I think pretty much nearly 30 years, and my younger brother is a firefighter. So I definitely love and believe in public servants. I know a lot of good police officers. It's time to hold the ones who are not being right, who are not doing their job right. It's time to hold them accountable. That's what we're asking. I can only share that throughout my life, I have been a victim of profiling and very, very stressful experiences with police eight times in my life. And it started at the age of 16. My very first experience, first experience with an officer was I was at the mall with with some friends and my younger brother, um, and we were hanging out at the mall in the city that I grew up in. And as we walked into one store, take it, we were very young, just teenagers, not goofing off, we're just looking at stuff at the store. And within a few minutes of us preparing to leave the store, as we're walking out the store, I see the police walk into the store. And I'm like, whoa, something's going to happen. Something's going to go down. The most embarrassing thing happened to me 
was that the officer looked at me and said, come here, boy. So I was extremely puzzled and extremely disturbed by that because one, I'm not his boy. Two, I don't know him. And three, I hadn't done anything wrong. He grabs me right here by my shirt, put, spins me around, push me against the wall, starts frisking me. Could you only imagine what's going through your heart at this time? I'm paralyzed, pretty much experiencing, like, what did I just do? Uh, I'm afraid, I'm angry, but I, I'm, I don't know how to handle this or how to react. So after the officer finishes frisking me, I ask him, what was that for? And he first tells me, you know, to lower my voice. And he says, they said you were in here stealing. I've never stolen anything in my life. I haven't committed any crimes. I've been a very good citizen. And that was the beginning. Years later, as I'm in the process of relocating out to Los Angeles, I'm driving in my car. At the time I was driving by myself, which a lot of my family, including my wife, was very afraid of me driving by myself because I had to go first before my family. So in the process of driving um, through Oklahoma, um, my car at the time had California plates because I had been to California and I started the process, but I had I drove back and forth a few times. So the adventure to moving moving to California was pretty interesting. But while I'm driving on the road, I see lights flash behind me. Take note, I was not speeding. I was in the right lane on the freeways. Cruise control said at like 68. And I think the speed limit at the time was 70. So I was like, make sure I go below the speed limit so I don't have any issues. The officer pulls me over and he's a drug task force officer. My windows are tinted, but in the states where my car was licensed in and registered, it's legal. So he pulled me over and I do what I what I was trained to do and what I've had to train my son to do is that I roll my son and daughter, I roll my windows down, opened my sunroof, put my hands right on the steering wheel, did not move or breathe until the officer walked up to the vehicle. First thing he says to me is, I need you to get out the car, sir. So then I'm starting to get afraid because I'm by myself in a state that I don't live in. I don't know what could happen just keep my hands on the steering wheel. I get out the car because I'm afraid. I was like, if I don't get out the car, I can make this even worse. He asked me, where's my license? Where's my registration? I tell him, you know, registration's in my glove box. It's like, my license is in my wallet, officer, right here. Um, can I reach in my pocket and get it? He said, okay. I hand him my driver's license. Now, I'll tell you, no, I'm still afraid because I'm like, officer, why did I get pulled over? So he looks at my driver's license, and the first thing he tells me is, sir, I'm going to need you to get in my car. So I'm like, why, why do I need to get in your car? He was like, I'm not going to put you in the back seat, but I need you to sit in the car for a second. He was like, you're from out of state. I need to, to check and see what, what's, what, you know, what you're doing. So I need you to get in the car. 
me not wanting to make a scene and wanting to be alive. <laughs> this is this is just a few years ago. I got into the car, the police officer's vehicle. He checks my license. While he's checking my license, he's joking with me, talking to me. Hey, what are you moving to California about uh, for? I'm like, well, I've always wanted to live there. I love working in the field of entertainment. I had had a job offer there, so I was moving there. I was in the process of relocating. And that's all I told him. And he started talking to me about, do I know any people famous or anything? At the time, I said no. Um, I just want to be able to make it to my hotel. You know, that's where I was heading. He kept me in the car for 30 minutes while he ran my record, while he checked me out to make sure that I didn't have any warrants. So after 30 minutes of sitting in the vehicle with the officer, he finally tells me why he pulled me over. And he said, it's because he's a drug task force officer and it's out of suspicion that I was trafficking drugs through the state of Oklahoma. That was extremely offensive but I also knew to not argue with the officer. I was afraid, afraid for my life. Um, my hands were shaking and I was scared, but I knew that the only way I could go home or go to the hotel was to be quiet and calmly get out his vehicle after he allowed me to get out and go back to my car humiliated and drive um, to the next spot. And I'll take note the rest of the trip, I'm on edge because every time I see an officer behind me, I actually get off the freeway so they're not behind me. And to this day, it's caused PTSD to be to have a police vehicle behind me. This is something that many black people have to deal with, being pulled over for unjust reasons or being profiled. I just felt the need to share some of my experiences so people don't think that it's just people just screaming and crying for attention. These are real things that are happening. And even moving to California, I've experienced several incidents of being profiled. And for the sake of time, I won't go into those, but I just want you all to know that us, only thing we're asking for is equality, for to no longer be profiled, to be treated with respect, and it's not a lot to ask for, just to be treated with respect. So that's all we're asking. I'm, once again, I've never said that all police officers are bad and we wanna get rid of the police. So just listen to the video, listen to your friends who are black, who are brown, who've had experiences, and just know that this needs to change because this system was set up um, to do exactly what it's doing. That's why it hasn't changed. Take care. Hey, you just had your RDC Speak Life session. So guess what? It's time for you to get out there and become the producer of your own life. It's a wrap. Thank you for listening and watching the Produce Your Own Life podcast with Rodney Damon Collins. Be sure to rate, like, subscribe, and share on all podcasts and social media platforms. If you have questions or would like to be a guest on the show, 
Feel free to reach out to us anytime at produceyourownlifetv at gmail.com. Remember, life is a script. It's time to write your story. Until next time, produce your own life.